The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sun Ranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Coffee blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Cubby Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento and the love of old Lucy Boutros Golly Sunrento Michael Sunrento Uh, you couldn't make it you couldn't make it welcome to the sun ranto show uh i hope you're wearing your masks because michael (laughs) michael cotton's playing a flu game right here you know he's he's coming on here even though he's sick he had to come on here because he wants to complain about the cardinals and albert pujols and how he's taking steroids and ruining our lives here in the year of our lord 2022 we're also joined by billy devore what uh from the new nasty boys reds podcast and uh i i texted billy yesterday because i said hey you want to come on the show and preview the cubs cardinals series he's like yeah sure i'm like you want to come on and complain about the cardinals right before that he's like absolutely let's let's get this done Uh, (sighs) they're just they're just so infuriating just do everything right and it works out yeah, it's 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 pretty much the opposite of my life, where I've done everything right that I could possibly do to make my life great, and instead I'm just like totally shit on all the time. <laughs> but um, hi, I'm Danny Rocket. That's Billy DeVore. There's Michael Cotton, and and uh, we're brought to you by our 109 Patreon supporters. Thank you very much for supporting us at Patreon.com/sunranto. The show does not happen without you. Um, and if you want to win a Frank Chance postcard, hashtag Chance in the chat, and uh, you could win a postcard sent to you by me with a message of probably doom and gloom. Because <laughs> the Cubs and the Reds, both of our teams, are in total shambles. The Cubs, what well, you'd at least won two or three from the Rockies this weekend. The Cubs, they got swept by the Cardinals, and it's now, that's our last game against the Cardinals. 13 and 6 the Cardinals went against the Cubs. It was freaking terrible. And um I don't know. Albert Pujols is on steroids. And I'm going to come out of here and it is obvious. Like I know people are like no no not really. He would never do that and jeopardize his legacy. I'm like, "Yes, he would." <laughs> and ML- and the reason he would is because MLB is letting him get away with it. 
Yeah, they they want him to hit 700. Like they're they're just like do what you have to do to get to 700. That's you know because that's that's their story for this guy. He's going to reach 700 and they're going to send him off and and he's first ballot Hall of Famer along with Yadier Molina because, of course, he'll be in- inducted the exact same year as Jason Kendall, who he shares a similar war with. Um, yeah. So, um, But I want to put up some numbers here. And I, then we're just going to take a look. Here's Poole's career, okay? Hell of a career. No, no doubt about it. <laughs> Facebook user writes in, pee in the cup, Pujols. I agree. That's got to be Bill. That's Bill is always saying things like he in the cup pool holes. And in fact, it's, I say it all the time now, too, thanks to Bill. So amazing career with the Cardinals. Those uh, uh, first 11 years of his career, just insane. Look, look, at, look, at, look at 2003, man. And he finished second in MVP voting. Like, it's absurd. 359, 439, 667. And the only reason he lost out was because of Barry Bonds, who had a 539 on base percentage. Who was on what? Steroids! Hey! So, I mean, but you look at this guy's career. The St. Louis, obviously, intelligently, much to our chagrin, made the right move. And they did not give him the money, and he went up to the Angels, got platter fasciitis, and he fell off a damn cliff. Well, and and remember how big a deal that contract was? What was it like, one hundred and eighty million or two hundred million for ten years? Yeah. Now that looks yeah. like pocket change for him. He's fucking. Guy. He's making nothing now. Like, or well, not now, but you know, through that contract, if you could get somebody for, uh, you know, whatever, eighteen million a year. And lock him in for ten years. Yeah, like, but yeah. it was but it was an intelligent move. Either way, he fell off a cliff, and he has not had a year like he has had right now, where he's slashing two seventy two, three forty eight, five twenty six for an OPS of eight seventy four. So that that OPS right there has you haven't seen the likes of that since twenty twelve, where he had an eight fifty nine for the year. Granted, he had twice the at-bats, if not triple the at-bats that year. That was his first year with the Angels. And then he has not had an OPS above 800 since then. And that's been 10 years. So not only has he had a a hell of a year, a resurgent career, if you will, um, but um, look at his splits for this year. He's had a resurgent second half. Okay. Oh, yeah. So here's a guy that was slashing 250. It's only double. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Slashing 215, 301, 376 for a 676 OPS. An OPS, a TOPS plus of 58, an SOPS plus of 92. Okay. Now he he doubles it. It is it, an OPS of 1,200, 1.231. He's slashing 150 points higher. He's uh, he's on base 130 points higher. It, double the slugging. He's hit 10 home runs in uh, instead of six in in about a third of the at bats. Like he's on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. No, uh, if it was just a little bit higher, say his OPS right now was at like 800, be like, okay, you know, the guy's just, it's the end of his career. He's letting it out. Like, he's doing okay. It's double. He has done what he did in the first half twice over. Like, it's yeah. insane. And he's always been a, a – I, I even looked it up to see, is he, a, is he better in the second half? Yes, slightly. 
<laughs> you know, like <laughs> his OPS goes up for his entire career, 50 points in the second half. Now, there's, it's also a smaller sample size. There's been uh, nearly 2,000 less at-bats in the second half. So that's that's what happens when you have plantar fasciitis and you can't walk for the second half of the year because you're hurt, but not this year because he's just going in there getting injections in his freaking feet every day. He also, the contract with the Angels was 10 to 40. 24 million a year on average. Right, right. which Joey Votto right now is making 25 million per year. Why don't they give Joey Votto drugs? He's, he's batting nothing. Well, he's hurt. He's out for the year. He had uh, he uh, his rotator cuff like tore and his bicep, so they went in and fixed that. He'll be ready at the beginning of the year. But also, I think Major League Baseball is requiring teams to put left-handers out there so pool holes can get to it. Yeah, yeah. Because no, watching him mash left-handers is just—it's still absurd. Like he's still seeing it well. Like that's not changing anything. He's—he's he's seeing a high fastball, then just yanking it to right center field. Well, and well, Brandon Hughes is, is who gave up number six ninety five yesterday yeah, to it. win to win the game is uh, throws with his left hand and first base was open. Might I add? Yeah, like, right. You know what? Ross was just like, listen, I got dinner plans back in Chicago. We already had a rain delay. We, we played this thing fast already, two eighteen. It is time. It's zero to zero. Marcus pitched a great game. He's out of the game. Brandon Hughes is in. We're just gonna we're gonna do the lefty on righty pool holes matchup. Just lay it in there, and it was right there. It was letter high, right over the plate. Just real easy. Yeah. This is the second time in the last two series where we've had a starter go out there for seven innings, shut the Cardinals down, pitch their asses off, and then Pujols hits one homer, and that's the end of the that's game. The like game. That's it's it was one nothing the last time, and I think Smiley was the guy. Yeah, Smiley was the guy, and mm-hmm. he, he did give up. Smiley did give up that homer to Pujols in the seventh right. in a tie game at Wrigley Field. In another game that only went two but, hours and yeah, but this minutes. one was the eighth, and it was by Hughes and ruined Strowman's game. Yeah, so at least he didn't, at least Stroh didn't get the loss after pitching that great. Um, I do want to b- uh, bring up something about Marcus Stroman. This is interesting. This just splits interest me, like when they're extreme. You know, like day night. You know, the guy can't play in the daytime. He, he's batting one fourteen in the day. And oh, I thought he was talking bad. about yoga. Split. <laughs> no, no. The, yeah, I, I thought you were talking ice cream. Split. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Now that you say that, that sounds fucking that awesome. Sounds it sounds really so good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Marcus Stroman's weird splits home and road this year, just wild. At Wrigley Field, he's 0 and 4 with a 6.92 earned run average. On the road, he's 3 and 2 with a 2.05. He's got 21 more innings on the road. He's given up double the home runs at home, though. So it's just—I mean, he got hurt in one of those games, like it was his last game before getting hurt against the Cardinals, where he got his ass handed to him. But um, he does it. He, he strikes out more guys at home. He's got—you know—it's just the weirdest splits. But he hasn't yeah, been good at Wrigley, weird. and I blame Cup Snakes. Well, wait, put that back up there. You said he strikes out more at home. Yeah, he's got nine strikeouts per nine innings at home versus Versus 6.5 on the road. But he gives up also double the home runs in in like 
like twenty percent less in the innings. Well, probably because he's he's uh he's pitching because he's afraid to give up the dinger, and then then you end up giving up the dinger because you're afraid of it. Yeah, that yeah. seems like the thing. It's like a lot of strikeouts. He's not a strikeout pitcher, and he's he no. looks his best when he's just getting that weak contact and when the defense is helping him out like they did yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah, a couple of nice catches from uh, Hap with a couple of nice catches, but also, like, absolutely no clutch in that bat right now for Ian Hap. It's just, like, no. always roll it over. A lot of ground balls, it seems. Like, the Cubs are just, like, hitting into double plays. I mean, they got shut out twice by the Cardinals, which is embarrassing enough. But you lose the f- – you were in that first game. Like, the Cubs, they lost 8 nothing, but it was, like, Two nothing, three nothing, and then eight nothing. You know what I mean? Like in the end of the game is when it became eight nothing because our bullpen is terrible. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, tell me about it. I think we're beating you in every bullpen statistic. Uh, yeah, I think we're tr- yeah we're worse. We're definitely worse. Yeah, we're, we're definitely bottom of the major league. I mean, this is this series coming up like <laughs> Reds. It's just like. I don't even know if e- either team's going to try to win. The Cubs certainly aren't. Like, very I – mean, people – like, how do you guys come down on this? Like, granted, you look at the Cubs lineup, you look at the Cubs roster, mm-hmm. and you see that David Ross isn't isn't given a bullpen. Everybody worth the damn was pretty much traded. So he doesn't have a closer – it's like bullpen by committee. You got a, you got like Julian Assad or I mean Javier Assad starting games. <laughs> Did you just say Julian Assad? <laughs> yeah, Julian Assad. Yeah. They extradited him to pitch for the Cubs. <laughs> Which he's like, can I just go back to jail? Actually, I'd rather just. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty that's, cool. That that's his punishment. It's, being yeah. in that bullpen. It, it's just work release being in the bullpen for the Cubs. <laughs> but like you know you just got i mean it's just a shit show out there yeah but, so but david ross still making somewhat questionable moves as a manager but but that's my question do you blame david ross like should his job be on the line for like i mean maybe for something like batting zach mckinstry first every day like i don't know like that might no. be a fireable offense but like except for that's not days, his decision he didn't build the team yeah, that's the whole thing. If you're gonna fire any anybody, it should be Jed. And it's and it's not yeah. his decision. Like, I think that he he probably makes uh, some, if not all, the decisions in the middle of the game. But I think I don't know that he's putting together the lineups every day. Can I put, but well, speaking of Zach McKittree, can I point out a really stupid decision from yesterday that makes no sense? So Zach McKittree actually gets on base, which is a rarity. You know, um, he, he leads off uh, the, the ninth or doesn't lead off the ninth. He, he wears one out in the ninth uh, in a two, nothing ball game. Zach McKittree walks. He gets the first base. One of only four base runners. The Cubs had all day. So what does uh, Zach McKinstry, your leadoff hitter, right? Fast guy. He's he gets on base. He steals second. Maybe he steals thirty fast. That's why you have leadoff. Get you know that's what his leadoff guy is supposed to be. They pinch run. David Ross once again dinner plans back in Chicago. You pinch run one of the slowest guys in the world on the team, David Bodie. Are you telling me he's your fastest guy off the bench? Because if David Bodie. 
is your fastest. There are bullpen pitchers faster than David. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Can't you? Isn't there a bullpen pitcher that you could call in for that? Yeah. No, you, there isn't. There's David Bodie. He's back on the team to, I guess, be our, our speed on the base paths. So he comes in. <laughs> immediately, say a Suzuki hits into a double play. David Ross makes his steakhouse dinner reservation back in Chicago, 8 p.m. He's there. No problem. And uh, I mean, so anyway, can we blame can we blame managers for things like that, though, even if you're given a bad unless yeah. they're given a spreadsheet by the front office that says, hey, in this situation, you need to do this. Well, what which... the, no, there's 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 no way anybody came up with like, hey, ninth inning, we got McKinstry on base. Nobody believes that's ever going to happen. Yeah, so like, we have no plan for this. <laughs> yeah. So they weren't planning for it. Just uh, burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, when you put Bodie out there for uh, McKinstry, who you know has he McKinstry's got fresh legs because he doesn't run the bases very often. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well rested. <laughs> yeah, so you got to hope that he's going to be out there doing it. Well, I mean, who else you got? I mean, really, it, it, you really don't have much else to go out there and pitch run. Not that you needed to pitch run, I might add. No, I mean, that that's that's my point. Like there was. There is no point in pulling McKinstry. Yeah. If anything, you haven't had a chance to evaluate his base running skills. <laughs> Leave no him idea. out there. Can you imagine he goes out there, just like steal second, third, home, all of a sudden it's two to one? I know. The yeah. only guy on the team who doesn't toot bland every fucking fourth time on the bases. This is a good point. <laughs> David Elliott says David Ross has not had a quote unquote normal season to manage. He thinks all games are 60 games. Long. All seasons are 60 games long. He did so well the first year thought it was easy. <laughs> I mean, and that's been it. Like it's been like three fucking years and it's like, okay, you first, it was like, you did. Yeah, it, was, it was 60 games. That was the excuse. Like why you didn't win a playoff game against the Marlins. Then the excuse was, well, they trade all the guys in the middle of the season. And so the end of the season went bad, but the beginning of the season went bad. They, tra- they reason they trade all those guys is because they were like in fourth place and they shouldn't have been on blue Friday when, when they traded Rizzo and Bryant. And all oh, that I, shit. I think they were trading them no matter what. Oh yeah. They, they were just very happy when they went down to fourth place. Yeah. Because they were, they were leading, Right up until the no hitter, the combined no hitter, and then the, you know, the team went into the trash after that. Yeah. So well, and then also this year, it's got to be tough for David Ross. Your two of your best players that you were expected to move didn't get moved, and then you have people filling in spots where you could be developing people for fall training, and you're just not doing that. Yeah. Well, and well, they at least like cut bait with guys like Andrelton Simmons, and they don't let Jason Hayward play anymore, and they're not gonna let him play anymore. Right. Uh, they they VR. Cut, yeah, VR. They cut bait with. Um, I mean, the, the the list goes on of guys that they just gave a couple million dollars to to not do shit, and it's just like it's pretty frustrating because then they cry poor. And yet, then they're like, oh, no, let's, like, lead off McKinstry. You're like, Ildemaro Vargas, you know, he was on this team at one point. You guys have to be thrilled with how Nico Horner's turned a corner, right? Yeah, especially because that rhymes. Horner turned a corner. It's nice. I don't even know if he turned a corner. The guy has just been – he's been good ever since he came up. And he's he's, he's had, like – an upward trajectory sort of his whole career, you know, like this is the, this is his fourth season actually playing 
but it's maybe his second. Is it his second season playing a full? Yeah, I'm looking at his fan graphs, right? I'm looking at his fan graphs, right? Uh, In 21, he played 44 games. 2020, he played 48, so most of the season that year. 19, he played 20. And then this year, he's played 119, so clearly far and above what he's played ever so far in his career. Right, and and I think that, you know, a lot of that, like, I think he came up, he he got called up because every shortstop was dead. They all died. <laughs> they all uh, died. Yeah. The Valentine's Day massacre mass, in Chicago. Mass casualty incident. Yeah. Yep. And so he had to come up off the couch and then he's just been there ever since. And all you ever hear about this guy from the front office and shit early on, at least was like, well, he doesn't have enough at bats and he doesn't have enough blah, blah, blah. And we got to set him down. But for injuries and, or just whatever, like he just continues to stay up here and he's, been really good like imagine if they could have instead of i don't know kept telling him he needs to go to double a and triple a if they would have just fucking started working with them right away to be as good as he could be i mean yeah but come on man control they got to control these yeah, guys yeah that's it not because now there's less control on him uh terry e has a question here in the chat uh he he asks do the reds broadcasters jerk off poo holes and yachty like we do on marquee it is insufferable we gave those guys awards dude at wrigley field on oh home God. plate we gave them awards and everybody was like what are you doing well, it's not as bad here because, I mean, I don't know why they're doing that. I think so. You think Shambi, he comes from doing more national broadcasts. Oh, we know. So, oh, I know. He mentions it. And so, like, yeah, they're going to do that more often and talk higher of him when here we don't have that. I mean, we gave him, Joey Votto gave Pool Holes like a really cool pillbox bat. At home plate, <laughs> a pillbox bat. Wait, what's, oh, but you can keep his pills in there. They, you know, they, sort of oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> steroid yeah. bat. Okay, I take bat. these ones on Monday. These ones on Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then that was like it. They they had like a thing on the. They did like a a picture on the video board. Like, thanks, Fat Albert. You really hurt us for over a decade. <laughs> you made our lives miserable. Uh, like better when you were in L.A. Yeah, yeah so, we all did. Well, yeah, and, and and but but I kind of was sad about it once I saw how bad he did. You know, because he didn't do very good. I mean, well, imagine if the Cardinals would have won that. I yeah. think they wanted to give him one hundred and eighty something million, and he was like, "Nah." Yeah. But um, if you look, like I've been looking at it too, like you pulled it up later. You know, there is a strong dip in what is it? I think it was like 19 is when it really started going to, sh- to shit. 17, 18, 19. Uh, have you heard the theory that he's like older than he actually is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, we, we were standing out on the ball hawk corner just the other day, and we were talking about Pujols. It was because it was the night that he hit the one home run into the basket off of Smiley, and then the game was over at like, I don't know, nine. 
10, 9.15. Yeah. So we're like, well, now do we, what do we do? So we're, let's go on a beer on the corner. So we're sitting out there, and Cole Wright, one of the, the marquee guys that also, he's like what the main like uh, pregame, postgame guy for the Cubs. He comes out. He's done early. He's like, hey, fellas, you know, <laughs> it says hi to us on the corner. And then we're talking about Pujols because he had hit the home run that night. And and uh, I'm like, yeah, and he's got this resurgent career at like 42 years old. And Cole Wright goes, 42? More like fifty, and he freaking, <laughs> freaking biked away. Like it's like the last. He was like, "More like fifty. <laughs> he, he he did a mic drop and just rolled out of there. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, you know, our our run-ins with uh, kind of media types because uh, of what of which we kind of are as well, although we're more of the independent variety um, that nobody wants to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> really? yeah. Billy, though, you, you've been uh, preaching the prowess of the food concoction known as the Sky Rosa, also oh, tattooed God. on your forearm that you're showing us, which is a what, what you describe it. Okay, it's a slice of La Rosa's pepperoni pizza. Okay, that's your base. And then you get a Skyline cheese coney, put it on top, fold it, eat it. It's delicious. With the chili and the cheese and the onion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole thing. Mustard. Yeah, mustard, too. Hot, so- and, and just, oh, hot you know, sauce. And he's saying skyline chili on that coney. Like, that's, it's it's not like your regular chili. No, it's Cincinnati chili. I mean, which I, one of my, my jokes is Cincinnati chili, it's not chili. It's a Greek meat sauce, which yeah. Greek meat sauce, great name for a porno. it it truly is um so i i want uh, to play with uh what's his name trent uh see trent rosecrans he covers the reds for the athletic yeah see see trent rosecrans he tried one of these sky roses um where i want to play this and then we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and uh, we don't have any to talk about the stupid cardinals we probably will just because we hate him so much but (laughs) but, uh, i I think I, i don't think we need to talk too much about this series anymore. If it comes up, it it, it can come up. But um, anyway, I want to I want to play this real quick, and then you can. Uh, I, I don't know what the hell we'll do. Here's here's, <laughs> here's you talking to Rose Grant. So then it creates like a just a mutant hot pocket. Okay. Well, how did I get here? Mutant.
That's great. So he he's standing there trying to be patriotic and uh, during the uh, national anthem, but he's got like a giant piece of like whatever <laughs> pieces of Coney and all the cheeses. Is, is, is there anything more American than shoving a whole bunch of different foods in your face all at once? Yeah, it's, it's truly the American melting pot. You guys should have just kept eating. That's way more patriotic than standing there with cheese in your beard. Like, I mean, on on the Fourth of July, they eat hot dogs like by the dozens. You know, it's like well, since in. since Cincinnati, we eat cheese conies by the dozen weekly. So, well, <laughs> have you ever thought of having having a Sky Rosa eating contest? I have not, uh, because you can only eat one, man. Like, you can't eat more than one. Ah, uh, see, that's where Chicago's got you beat again. Dude, we can eat, like, 18 of those in an hour, I guarantee. All right, well, hour? next time you come. I didn't say I could, but I know some Chicagoans that can okay. definitely pound this stuff. But I'm th- I was trying to think, like, should we do something like this? Like, what if we did, like, a deep dish dipped beef sandwich? Oh, buddy, that sounds so good. A, a, a deep dish a wet Dip slice. A wet of- slice where you put, oh, like, slice. basically, you take it like a, a Lou Malnati's, right? You mm-hmm. take a Lou Malnati's deep dish slice. I, I, I'd get, like, you know, maybe like a pepperoni. Like, same as kind of what the what you guys do with the La Rosa's. And then you, I don't know how you put the, do you, you kind of got to put it inside the beef sandwich. Like, maybe you got to uh, use, I don't know how it's going to work, because you got to put, you get a, like a large uh, French bread. Yeah. Put the pizza inside of it. Well, you and then used... you can put the beef on top of it. And then you just, it, it's all held by the wet. And then you dip it. And then you got the wet slice. Here's how you do it. Sandwich. You know how like a Detroit style pizza is in like the oil pan, right? Sure. Okay. Say you do that, but you take the the bread that you would use as the bun. And then you bake that in, in a pan. And then you put, your meat on top, and uh, some cheese, probably some banana peppers, some onions, bake it, pull it, and when you're done, instead of like with a Detroit style, they dump the, the sauce on top, you wet it after it's been out of the oven. So then the, the crust would hold, oh, and it would yeah. stay firm, and you cut it, and you would eat it in like rectangles. Yeah, a wet Lou Malnati sounds tough. Like, maybe we can just like get rid, not do the gravy, but that's like kind of part of it. It's the whole thing. Yeah, we'll we'll have to go back to the drawing board on this one, I think. Next time I come out, we're going to figure it out. We're going to bring in like, (laughs) we're going to bring in some bits, some owls to Luminati's and then just drop it on the counter and go, figure it out. out. You're the experts. We're just the idea guys. (laughs) Yeah, I have now started just using Great American Ballpark as my kitchen. Basically, (laughs) as I'm like walking around, I'm like, what can I make in here? And uh, so the next thing that's going to happen yesterday, TJ Friel hit a homer off of one of the foul poles. I told you about this, Danny. I'm so excited. Hit a homer off one of the foul poles, which means everybody gets a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. And then uh, there were 13 strikeouts. So which means everyone gets a free small La Rosa's pepper, a small one topping pizza. Didn't it used to be 11? I think it still is 11. You're right. I'm hungover. And, uh, <laughs> and lucky uh, number 13 strikeouts. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, it's pizza in the world. <laughs> it's so sweet. Um, so Trent tweeted at me and he was like, how can we incorporate Chick-fil-A and La Rosa's and just sitting on my couch? I was like, duh, here's what we do. We make a chicken parm, baby. 
You oh. br- bring in the Chick-fil-A sandwich because they don't have Chick-fil-A in the ballpark. Go to the Roses and basically take the slice and scoop everything off. The cheese, scalp the pepperoni, the sauce. The yeah, scalp. scalp it. Yeah. And there you go. You got a chicken parm. Might walk down to Penn Station, get some banana peppers and go crazy. And there you go. Yeah, that, no, that sounds quite good. But uh, you need to add, I mean, it's also a, the, the homophobic. It's got to have a, <laughs> it, it's a homophobic sandwich because you got the Chick-fil-A. Like, I've never had Chick-fil-A. I actually never heard of it. Like, it's, you know, it's not really in the cities that much. You know what I mean? Like, they got one downtown now and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now that I found out, because it's the whole thing, is like, are you eating a Chick-fil-A? It means you hate gay people. And I was like, well, now I can't ever eat it. <laughs> you know, otherwise, I, it's like this homophobic food. It's like I can't go to Hobby Lobby anymore, So, I, which, is, which is fine because I never went to Hobby Lobby before because, like, what the hell am I to Hobby Lobby? Like, you know? Yeah, well, Danny Rocket's known for being a Michaels guy. Yeah, exactly. Joanne Fabrics. Yeah, exactly. I I only get my crafting things and my (laughs) my knitting supplies at uh, True Value Hardware, like real (laughs) Chicago. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but we no, we do need to figure out this pizza thing. Absolutely. Um, I I did want to point out um one more thing about Albert Pujols because I hate him so much, (laughs) and that he's taking steroids, but that everybody is on every single at bat. It, going nuts. Not only just our guy, like our our uh, broadcasters are like giving him way too much love, way too much for Cub fans' taste. But like his the fans at the uh, at the game too, they stand for every single thing, and they think every single fly ball is a home run, and it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them are, unfortunately. But um, I wanted to uh, point out this one that the everybody went nuts for, just like a little unauthorized usage from uh, MLB. He hits a fly ball to left, toward the line, on the run, half over to make the catch. Like literally like 40 feet in front of the wall. And <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even right. close. You see the guy in the back? Look, look at the guy in the background in the red pants. Like look behind to the crowd. He hits a fly ball to left, toward the line, on the run. Just stands. Oh, yeah, he threw his hands air. up yeah. in the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's hammered, dude. <laughs> he got tickets from his construction company. He is psyched, oh, and man. he is hammered back there. I mean, you when you wear those red pants, you are matching how many Budweisers you've had, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm obsessed with hating the Cardinals fans that sit right behind that can be seen on TV because they really all do look like Stepford wives and like. <laughs> And like bros who like come from like dad's construction business and like, you know, literally like on the golf course every day by one o'clock with the mistress by four, you know, like back home to tuck the kids in by eight, like steak dinner with the boys. Like everything I hate about dudes like that. I just sit there and I make up their lives and how much I like I hate them so much. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm having a tough thing, time with the season, guys. Like, it's not going well for me. I know. And then the worst is that it was that pinch hit. You know, like, he comes out, pinch hit. It's the last one ever against the Cubs. <sighs> like, you're just like, you can't give him anything to hit. That's that's when you bring in Fran Meal and throw the, the breaking ball into the back. Like, that's that's what you do. And instead, he hits it out. And now... It's their version of Zobris striking out Yachty that we had. You know, like yeah. Zobris going out there, ending his it's career worse. with a with a Zobris, strikeout of Yachty. No, he's way worse because Zobris struck out Yachty because we were getting our ass kicked by a million points. 
Well, and I'm just saying that like what a way to end what a way to end your career oh, yeah. it's hilarious. is with a, a Yachty strikeout, especially when you're a second baseman. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's interesting. Just like the Cubs. Oh, look at our interesting history of losing <laughs> by a lot to the Cardinals with Ben Zobrist on the freaking mound. What's the Cardinals history? Albert Pujols riding off the fucking sunset with his goddamn hat in the air with his big bald head shining, his 50-year-old head just like rolling off into the sunset and hitting home, walk-off home runs or whatever the hell against us. Have you thought of Dirty. this? Have you thought about maybe this could be why he is doing this? Before the season started, he left his wife, who has cancer. Yeah. And he was like, man, I feel rejuvenated. Yeah. This is awesome for me. This is great. <laughs> and then now he's just whacking dingers, just being a free man out there on the road, smashing clams. Just that's that's like his steroid is like complete strangers that he probably found on like a classified section on the Internet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, I feel like I'm 33 again. Yeah. <laughs> back in 17 years ago. <laughs> God, he sucks. He and sucks. Then, and then, dude, the Cardinals, like, everything that needed to go right has gone right except for Flaherty. Like, yeah. That's it. Like Goldschmidt's having an MVP season. He's the NL MVP. Uh, Arenado is Arenado, who's not going to opt out of his contract. And guess what? He's going to be around till 2028. We're fucked, boys. Yeah. And and then their young guys are all panning out, and they have a haul coming up that's like gross. And yeah, then, but the, the then whole they, Flaherty thing, though, that's like the BFIBs. That's what they want. They hate yeah. Flaherty because he's he's, a he's not a he's not like a racist homophobe. So they're like, "Fuck you, dude. We don't even want to see you on." So like, that's actually good for that Cardinals fan base. They enjoy that. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. Well, how about that new guy, that Deluzio that they had up there? What was his name? Yeah, Deluzio, the loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, yeah, he could, the loser in, in in Italian, I think. Well, this guy's going to be a thorn in our side, though. I think forever he comes up, takes a walk. Yeah, I think that was his first at bat. Yeah, comes in for Newt Bar, and then uh, takes a walk in that eight four loss. Um, so, but who is this guy? And they're like, oh, he batted three hundred of the minors, and now he's coming up to like ruin your life for the next ten years. So Deluzio, here's another one of those made up dudes that they just like. They got a, a whole system down there. They're just like putting the DNA with the other DNA test tube labs. Like I don't know where they're getting them, but it's they're it, they're mixing it with some of that Mississippi mud. Yeah. <laughs> then rubbing, then they they take it underneath the arch. They sacrifice a, a virgin to the devil, and then it's there. Yeah, and, and they I, just right they just there. pour Bud Light all over it <laughs> and fold Emo's pizza, and then face the arch. The ghost of Phyllis Schlafly comes down, like, <laughs> starts saying even more racist things, shocking nobody because they like it. John Goodman comes out in full robe. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I hated this guy immediately, Ben Deluzio, because he wears the stupid lollipop guild socks. I hate the guy. Everything is going terribly. I'm not having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) I was like sitting there. I'm like, how do I make this show good? I'm like, I'm not going to make it good. I'm going to make it awful. (laughs) I'm going to complain about everything. I'm going to watch these games once again in condensed form. 
and I'm going to hate every moment, moment of it. Then I'm going to bitch about it. And that's going to yep. be today's Sun Ranto show with my friends. But, <laughs> um, anyway, we should take a, a commercial break this time. Um, and then we'll come back and we'll talk all about the Red Series that's coming up, which is like, I mean, why did, they should just both forfeit and go drinking at Murphy's. Like, that's really what should happen. But um, anyway, they're going to make us watch it. But uh, we're going to take a quick <laughs> commercial break and we'll be right back. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunrancho.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sun Ranto Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunrancho.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunrancho.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sun Ranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunrancho.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. sunrancho.com slash StubHub and sunrancho.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sun Ranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck and it won't cost you a single penny it don't stink to click our link welcome back uh billy um I, I, I don't know if you know this, but uh you have a losing baseball team in the Cincinnati Reds and you've actually lost more games than you've won against the Chicago Cubs. So the, you're four and six first to the Cubs, which makes the Cubs six and four, obviously. What? We're bad? Yeah. you're. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Billy, but you're even worse than us. And you've heard us bitch about our team. Oh. Time. We just got swept by the freaking Cardinals and shut out twice. Uh, you know how I said everything was going right for the Cardinals, and it has this year, like per usual. Everything that could go wrong for the Reds, except for the trade deadline, has gone wrong for the yeah. Reds. I mean, 58 players hurt. That is a Reds record or wait no not 58 sorry 58 uh players used 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 50 yeah the cubs last year <laughs> set the set the all-time record at 69 yeah dude that needs to stay that's too cool yeah we, it's, it's one of our proudest uh records Cra- we, crazy enough i think we're at like 63 right now yeah we're close and I, we might get past it i don't know that we will but uh, i'll put up uh, i mean the reds the you had a tough august 11 and 17 you got to show me the numbers i look at them all the time and it hurts uh, yeah well i'll just show you the last <laughs> month which also hurts um but you get some guys like you know you get this guy friedel TJ Friedel, how do you say his name? TJ Friedel, yeah, he's been uh, he Friedel. he's there's a D he, in it. That's how he says it, man. I didn't spell it. I didn't give him that name. I don't know some weird Dutch name. I don't know, but he has definitely been a bright spot. He's a young dude that came up, and then he he made he was up earlier in the year, and it didn't work out. And he went down to AAA, made an adjustment, came back, and has just been hotter than piss. Yeah, five home runs in the last month, only second to Jake Fraley. Dude, he's been a monster. He hit one into the Allegheny that was impressive. 
So that outfield seems to be shaping up in the future because, I mean, these guys I haven't heard of. I don't know who Jake Fraley is, really. I think I heard of him. He's been around maybe a little longer. Jake Fraley is who we got in the Jesse Winker, A. Eugenio Suarez trade, and we have him for six more years of control. You've got, you've got Freel and Fraley in the same outfield? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's confusing. And yeah, Fairchild. In le- <laughs> you know, you got Fairchild, too. Stuart Fairchild. Uh, he, he did you got the three win. Fs out there? Oh, yeah. We're really effing it up. But he has three dogs in the last month, too, and only 22 at bat. So, I mean, he's like a I'm, – I'm just saying, you got Spencer Steer. You got yeah. a bunch of guys I've never heard of. So, what happened to Alejo Lopez? Like, what's going on with your team? It sounds kind of like – well, I could break that down for you. That's why I'm here. Spencer Steer, we got in the Tyler Malley trade. Uh, he immediately went to AAA, and when he was down there in 25 of the, of the games he appeared in, he got on base 23 of them. So he was ready to come up. He's a guy that can play first, second, short, third, left, and right field. Ultra utility, which is what the Reds were going for at the deadline. Eventually, you are going to see the Cincinnati Reds field all shortstops. I mean, that's just where we're headed. I mean, that's also wow. where the sport's headed in general. It's like everybody wants to have Chris Taylor at this point. Um, yeah. um, who else? Aleo Lopez is a minor league legend. He comes up, he just hits. He just hits. That's what he does. But he has a giant scar on the season because he's the one who committed the error at second base to allow the run to score in the Hunter Green no-hitter. Ah, uh, mm, yeah, yeah, dude, rough. Uh, Mike, so you, you hate him, even though he's been doing good. Yeah, he's he's had a good month, and I still fucking hate the you guy. Still hate him, yeah. I still hate him. It's hilarious when that happens to a guy. Was he's batting four hundred? I don't care. He did that one thing once. He did that one thing that I'll never forgive him for. Um, what's in the dude that I have really liked and have been singing his praises all year and was intrigued to see him when he, when he got off the injured list was Donovan Solano. That guy, his nickname is Donnie barrels. Cause all he does is barrel up and hit the ball. I mean, and he can play first, second, third, like the guy is an ultra utility dude in 2020. He won the silver slugger at second base for the giants. And we picked him up for 4.5 mil. And not only has he been good, he's, He's played above his contract, um, but he's also 34. So it's a, it's a nice flash in the pan. He'll go somewhere else and be a bench piece. Um, yeah. To, to the Dominican in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to shoot up pool holes. Um, <laughs> the one that's really been the ultimate bummer in our outfield has been Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel was a, was a first round draft pick coming out of Tennessee guys, highly recruited. They're like, he's, he's got a high ceiling, low floor. The guy's got a lot of potential. He's been nothing but hurt combined with service time manipulation again, to hold on to him. And he has just not been able to figure out, figure it out. It it's so hard to watch. Um, he's and- your Jackson Frazier. No shit. Yeah, it's just like some guy that number one pick, everything handed to him. Here's a million bucks, kid. Get out there, like go work on it. You're you're a shoe in, and then it just doesn't. Albert Almore, you got another guy on your team like that. Albert Almore is that guy, first round pick. Here's yep. money, kid. You went to the best high school. Come on up, you know. And then uh, never really panned out. Like never could figure out how to 
hit anything but lefties, never slugged for any power. How are you liking him? Is he? Uh... So he did exactly what you said he was going to do when, when I came on last time, which I was like, man, he's, he's, he's on fire right now. And he was just making contact, going to the gaps. I was like, okay, this guy has a doubles machine. And then all of a sudden he started going for power. And as soon as he did that, everything disappeared. Everything that he was working on evaporated. Yep. Which sucks. Um, and I ran into him last week at a deli, so that was pretty cool. Uh, did he re- did he refuse to uh, sign your your World Series Cubs poster? He refused to wear a shirt with sleeves in public. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> well, that's even more offensive. He's got some bad tattoos, man. He's got one of those like nineteen ninety nine sun tattoos. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it looks yeah. like the Godsmack logo. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. He's just um, picking tattoos off the wall at that point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, he makes bad decisions. No wonder it didn't really work out for him. And really, any team he's been with, well, he's not having a good month, I'll tell you that much. So uh, No, he's been hurt, too. So just like everybody. I mean, I'm looking at this list, too. Uh, Papirski, I think we put him back in AAA. He's a switch hitter, but it's how can you say you're a switch hitter when you can't hit from either side of the plate? Yeah, he's a switch go up there and get outer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> a switch misser. A switch yeah. Misser. Well, and P- Papirski, uh, people don't know this, but it's, uh, it's paper in Polish. Huh. Yeah. It does not. I'm making that. that up, but I assume. <laughs> That's an ass stat. Yeah. It's a good guess. Um, but overall, man, I mean, it's a lot of kind of sit and wait because they don't want to bring up a lot of the dudes they got in trades this year. Like, uh, they don't want to bring up the guy who is just an absolute sensation in double A, Ellie De La Cruz, who is like the sixth best prospect in baseball. The Reds now have a top five farm system from completely dumping, which is what you're supposed to do when you are a small market team. And oh, you're yeah, like, the Cubs are a small market team too. That's, yeah. that's the shit that pisses me off, man. I feel so bad because you guys have the money. Yep. You're building a sports book in Wrigley. Yep. You they, have it. Don't like, we aren't. <laughs> they don't have any reason to, to work on it. Yeah. No, I mean, people yeah. just go. Yeah, yeah where are you going to go? Where yeah. else are you going to go? Right. Yeah. Are you going to go watch Tony LaRusse's geriatric ass in the South Side? No. You no, can't say bad things about him because he's sick now. Oh, oh, he died. Yeah, yeah he's, he's dead. dead. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, they carried him dead. out, and now he can't. He can't uh, manage. Anymore. I'm pretty sure he's Which, been dead this whole season. They just been weakened at burning him this entire time. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. They, you know, they've been. He, he's been in. He, he's been like marionetting in that <laughs> fucking dugout. They got um, Isaac Gian back there, just like helping him out, <laughs> just yelling at him, carrying him around. Yeah, um, animating his arms. So a lot of the stuff with the Reds, it's. You know, the target's 2024 to field a competitive team again. Hey, that's our target. Yeah, great. Fun. And I wanted to bring this up, too. It's like everybody's like, oh, all our prospects. We call them the prospect perverts on this show. Like, all our, look at all our prospects. You see what happened to Myrtle Beach last night? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what, some high school kid? Who the fuck cares? Um, my, point, my point is that. Other teams have prospects too. And that even if we do get prospects that are good, the other teams got prospects that might be better than our prospects. Like you said, you had the number six guy in all baseball. We don't have anybody like that. No, I mean, the closest thing you would have is Pete Crow Armstrong. Yeah. yeah and it, he's, it, he's 2024. It, yeah. yeah. It's as if people don't notice that the Cardinals bring up prospects literally every, every year. Yeah. Right. Every, every, every like month or two. 
in the season, the Cardinals bring up one dude who fucking rakes for a minute, and then, you know, they trade it him and he sucks. The, ends, ends up on the Rays or some shit. So, okay, here's my question for you guys, because I was looking at your prospect list. I was being a little pervert. I was doing some voyeurism. Yeah. 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 Seeing, seeing, seeing how our young men are handling their bats and balls. Yeah, I was looking through the blinds, and I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that. Maybe we get a bit of trade. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so here's my thing. Like, I can look through, and I can protect the 2024 Reds. And I'm like, hey, this looks like a similar core to, you know, that can be sustained. And then you sign free agents and supplement that said core. Where, who is that for the Cubs at this point? I mean, it's just Pete Crow, and then you've got a bunch of arms in low, low and high A. Like, there isn't, like, a ton of position dudes where I'm like, these are the people that you are going to build around when the Cubs feel like spending a money again, like they're a major yeah, market team. The Sun Ranto Show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Well, who are the Super Ranters? Well, Super Ranters, they have their own RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content, uh, for example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are, are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Rancher calendar every year, and uh, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies. It's just not enough to keep Sunranto on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. Then join at the $3 level. That's three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O.
They're liking Brennan Davis a lot, but he's got bad numbers this year because he had a uh, he had back surgery, so he's been out most of the season. Yeah, so he's supposed to be something. And then, uh, I mean, you, you do have a lot of arms that show, like uh, I guess, a lot more prospect uh, dudes like DJ Hurts and stuff. But they're not towards the top. And they get we got some guys in the trades last year, like Caleb Killian and and uh, uh, drawing the blank, Canario. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. it, it seems to be, you know, slugging the ball pretty good. So they've got, and like, they, here's the thing. They're winning. They're winning uh, all the divisions. You know, they're all in the in the minor league playoffs. They're all doing that stuff. So they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if it, for the podcast listeners, uh, Billy just made a jerk-off motion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because, exactly, because who cares? Because you don't know what you're looking at, and, like, guys are moving all around and stuff. But, uh, you know, they, they, so they did get some guys. You know, but all I'm saying is that even if all our guys work out and they all end up being solid major league ball players, whether or not they're stars or not, we don't know. But um, you will have that too. And the Cardinals will always have that. And so now, great. Now the central central is strong in this cyclical way that baseball currently yeah. works. And now, so now, now we win ninety seven games and get the second wild card, like happened in yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's it's all tiered anyway. And I'm not even sure it's so great to win your division anyhow. When you if you're like the best team in baseball, you get to do is skip a three game series and set up your pitching. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, also great. you're in a rhythm. Why would you want a week off? Like I don't get that. I feel like. You, and you, that's why you see a lot of wildcard teams make deep runs because they stay in rhythm. It, that's yeah. all baseball is, is routine in and out. Same thing. Consistency. Well, and, and they're hot and they're hot at the end of the year. That's, but that's yeah. all going away because you don't have to be hot at the end of the year. It's going to be, um, you know, because we are now calling it the, the postseason tournament. There are no more playoffs. Playoffs have gone. The last playoffs were oh. 2021. This is the postseason tournament because <laughs> Half the children get to go, you know, and then they they play. Everybody's in there. They five hundred teams, you know these these fucking like weak ass teams are going to go in there, and it's going to be a three game series. Some weak ass team is going to win, and they're going to move on, and then you're going to get these assholes out here who are going to start complaining well, we can't have three games it's got to be five games and then when it's a five game series they're gonna be like, oh we need a seven game because that's what they do it's the one game playoff or play in wild card game wasn't enough they need the three then they get the extra teams and that's not going to be enough until pretty soon we're going to be having like uh, game seven on Christmas morning. You know, it's like- <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, the thing about it when you look at the trades that happened, and you have teams like the Padres that went all the fuck the way in, and, and it didn't like, work. And and yeah, it didn't work. But they're gunning for that third uh, wild card spot because. It is now a three game series. It, right. But other teams stayed pat for the exact same reason. They're like, well, yeah. we don't have to win that much, so it is good enough. And so I guess we'll just do this. The, the Padres, Padres is not good enough. We need the Padres are the smart spot. ones, though. They just stack that fucking team because they're like, it doesn't really matter if we're a 500 team during the year. We just have to be able to win two out of three, then three out of five, then four out of seven. And if we fucking stack this team up the way that we have been, we are going to be a lot better tournament team. Remember when you were in Little League? And there were tournament teams, and there was, like, your regular teams. Yeah. You know, they just took all the best players, and they put them on the tournament team. And then they went, and it's like, those kids never played together. They weren't, 
you know, they're on all different teams. Some of them are on bad teams. It didn't matter because the tournament team was just the best of them. And that's kind of how the Padres are handling it. And honestly, I hope that's that proves out kind of because then you won't get these. I mean, right now we, we just assume everybody's going to fucking race to the bottom. Like how few wins can we get and still go to the tournament? You know, yeah, that seems to be where we're going. Well, you're also assuming that the that the Padres are going to make the playoffs because I don't. Yeah, oh. because you need to look at their last month. They have to play the Dodgers 13 more times. The the Dodgers they, aren't the just, Dodgers already in? <laughs> yeah, but they're still yeah. going. But there's they're they're going to play to kick them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, they might. That's, yeah, the, the, well, they just lost two or three from the Dodgers in L.A. They got three more with them at home this next weekend, and then they've got them at the end of the year again. So, and this, and they've also got the right Diamondbacks now. in there. And the Snakes have been playing good ball, man, because um, so. they brought up a bunch of young dudes, and Zach Allen's pitching out of his mind. So, realistically, if the Padres don't figure out how to be somewhat consistent, they aren't making the playoffs. If they need, they can, they aren't getting the consistent starting pitching at all. I mean, Forget, like, are the Phillies still knocking at the door? I really haven't looked. Like, it's not really one of those years that Cubs yeah. fans are really looking at this. And the Phillies suck. Day. Well, Phillies are in there, actually. The Phillies are now, yeah, they suck, and they're a wild card team. So, proof, proof is in the pudding right there. Milwaukee has dropped out um, of the playoff picture. They're there. three oh, back. 2.5. Two and a half? Um, yeah. And, you're, and if you look at their next month, it's a fucking joke. Milwaukee could easily gain those two and a half games out of the like 11 more that have, that they have to play the Dodgers. I mean, I, I wanted to bring this up because look what happened with Milwaukee. Um, what did I have here? Somebody had this note. Adam McCalvey on Twitter had this, and I screenshotted it, bringing it to you now. The Brewers woke up the morning of July 31st with a four-game lead over the Cardinals in the NL Central. In 35 days since then, the Cardinals went 26-7, and seven, and huh. the Brewers went 13-19, and 19, and they lost that entire lead, and now they, they, they're not going to win the Central. Their only hope is the wild card. And so, I mean... Right. I, I mean, what do you what are you going to do with this though? I mean, if the Brewers didn't do shit at the the trade deadline, um, to to in fact they just do, did weird stuff like get rid of Hater, which might actually work out for them. In the it end. did. Did you see before what before this week he had a twenty three point one four ERA? Yeah, I mean, well, he, and they traded closers. Like that didn't make sense for either team. Yeah, it didn't make sense to Eric, no. our Brewers fan friend. Yeah, Eric Wheelow. He mm-hmm. he didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> he's like, oh, jeez. He's, but well, they, he's, he he felt like their team gave up. Yeah, I can see that. But I look at it as, hey, we got a haul for this guy who went and they knew like he needed to make an adjustment, and he wasn't going to make it there. And and that hater only pitches one inning. So why are you going to pay this guy seventeen and a half million dollars next year? He won't pitch, like I said, more than an inning, and he has to have a day of rest in between, like it's mandated by him. So, like, if you're gonna have a diva, go out and be that. Bye. Bye. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're a, we're a small market with limited payroll. Why, why burn it there? And then you've got Devin Williams, who has closer stuff. Yeah. So it's probably a smart move for them. I mean, they've always done kind of smarter things. They've done a lot with a little. Yeah. And they got nothing for Matt Bush. He's been saw. He he's turned it around since. 
moving over. I mean, it's one, it's gotta be hard to be traded and figure it out and be like, where do I fit in all of this and new teammates and all that stuff. And a reliever's life is already running so thin, you know? Um, so I, I don't know, man. I just think, I just think that they're, that they're going to be able to kick it just enough and the, for the pod, for them to leapfrog the Padres, the Brewers will. Yeah. The Brewers will get in there. Well, Philadelphia has been playing, uh, well, poorly. They actually lost their last three. Um, but they're in there now because the Brewers have also been playing pretty poorly. So it's uh, right now it would be Atlanta, San Diego, and Philadelphia as your wild card teams. And the top two teams in the league who wouldn't have to play would be the Dodgers and the Mets. So St. Louis would face one of the teams, and then uh, the mm-hmm. other two wild card teams would face each other. So mm-hmm. um, it is, it's like seeded. So it's very tournament style. Mm-hmm. I, I looked it up the other day because I had forgotten how they were going to do it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Two teams get a buy in each league. So weird. And then it's, it, you know, I don't know that home field advantage mat- matters all that much um, in baseball. I mean, didn't, the, there was that World Series recently where the Nationals, all the games were, that won were, won were road games. Every I, single one of them. Yeah, yeah it was 19. Teams. 19, yeah. So um, anyway, let's talk about well, let's talk about these games that are coming up, shall we? Um, Do we have to? We can talk about teams that are winning and like doing stuff. Well, there's not much to really talk about. I, I there really isn't. I mean, I, I could tell you this: the weather looks good here in Chicago. So oh, great. So unfortunately, they're going to play them. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's that. There's that. I probably hit the uh, the day game on Thursday, um, but Justin Dunn who is an interesting young pitcher of the Reds, who's only had five starts this year. They brought him up in August. One of them was against us, and we actually kicked his ass. We got five runs off of him in that game. The Cubs ended up losing, though, eight to five in that start, (laughs) even though we got five runs off of him through 3.1. Patrick Wisdom, Jan Gomes, Chris Morrell, they all hit home runs off of him. Uh, But Keegan Thompson and Anderson Espinosa sucked, and the Cubs lost. he hadn't pitched. Interesting. He hadn't pitched since uh, May of twenty one. Um, he he had a Hurt. shoulder issue, so he had been out for a long time. So he that was what I think his like third start this year was against the Cubs. So yeah, man, he's he is definitely interesting. He's a you know, but throws it, hard, right? Everybody throws hard. Right, right. Everybody throws hard. Well, not our team. You see our freaking team? Dude, do you see who we were throwing out there last year? Freaking Zach Davies? Yeah. 89. We had three guys that their specialty was throwing 89. Yeah. Everybody zigged, and then you guys crashed the car. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah dude, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but the Reds, uh, that's one of the things they, they have uh, figured out is just velocity. And especially coming up through the uh, minors. And, but guys can hit that now. You know, I mean, Jan Gomes, if Jan Gomes can hit it. Look at Hunter Green. Yeah, it's good. It's that's the perfect example. Guy can perfect. throw 103, but if it's flatter than shit, that's going out of the ballpark. And especially if the wind's blowing out, that's hitting somebody's house. Well, did you hear that stat about how uh, most, for the first time ever, that most balls thrown were breaking balls? Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah, more breaking balls and fastballs for the first time since they've been tracking it, which hasn't been that that long, right? Was 14. 14. When StatCast came out. So, and then uh, Wade Miley's coming back. So, figure that. <laughs> is worth well, a, I mean, it's worth a mention. <laughs> crafty lefty. 
Oh as boy. Of, is he? Is he? As is of he today, he's he coming was. back. We never know with him. I'm telling you guys, you want to hold on to him because next year he'll be great. Because this is just the cycle, man. Every other year. Yeah. Well, the, well, the, um, the other well, thing he'll is... he'll go that, to the Cardinals next year and... Oh, yeah. stop. <laughs> this is as sure of a starting pitcher as we have for this series. Because the rest of the games are TBD for us. So, like... And then, and usually I can guess. Like, I'll look back and I'm like... But with the... with And I'll count. But with the off day and all the different dudes that they've been cycling through here, I honestly don't fucking know what the hell they're going to do. We yeah. haven't even talked about this off day. The Reds are off today, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck it's is Labor going day. on? Why would they ever do this? Because they they just said, "Hey, go do anything else." It just <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. No, it's, a, it's they they could have given them tomorrow off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they or, or Thursday. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You well, know. they're both traveling. It's travel day. Yeah. They are but both they're traveling. traveling from St. Louis. Where are the Reds at right now? Home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a two-hour flight or hour flight. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. MLB is. It's yeah. just well, and then they do other things like fly us from like Milwaukee to Philadelphia to L.A. So it's like you know we, we're not with, know, with no days off with no days off. Yeah, it's like a real fifteen in a row, and you're just back and forth across the country. Like they do that, like you know, we just played that stupid court game. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, the, and that was like, oh, play the yeah. court game, then we we'll give you. They a day could give off us a corn day. game and then give us a day off the next day. A Friday, by the way, yeah. no Friday baseball because we had the corn game. Corn game, yeah, because we got to do that on Thursday because that makes yeah. so much fucking. And then sense. that yeah, dumbass hologram. God, that was awful. <laughs> I know everything's going terribly this year. Really, there has not been one good thing that's happened all year. Oh that's not God, true. That. Suzuki's been a delight. No, he's freaking Fukudome. <laughs> Oh, look at his numbers. I know. I know. He might be worse than him. I'm sorry to say this, but I mean, if you you look it up, you know, it's just, unfortunately that's where we are. But, um, I do like, I mean, I've got hope for, for him. And it seems like he was good in Japan that one time. So, um, but where, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wade Miley, he's coming back and it's like, it's only his fifth start of the year. Um, he had two bad starts, one really good start against Pittsburgh. So, like, take that for what it's worth. And where he had seven innings pitched of one hit ball. And um, I don't know. I guess this is his tryout for another team or us and see what he's got in the tank. And Yeah. Um, I mean, he just throws the same two pitches in the same spot, cutter inside, slider away. That's just – that's Wade Miley. And if he just stays on the field – he can be consistent. He at least does it quickly. He's a very fast worker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love might, that. You might get out of there early. Um, so <laughs> well, like, no, nobody on either one of these teams is going to hit much. So yeah, it's going to be quick. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Is the Reds like seem like they've got some guys up that uh, you know can do stuff. India's I mean, on a se- 16 game hitting streak. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's back to being Jonathan India. It's all, it's all about the pitching, really, and you know neither one of our teams has a bullpen, to, to, so to speak of. So and yeah, and that's going to elongate the game. So then we're going to be there for three plus hours. Yeah. Great of one nothing ball. Imagine, <laughs> dude. Imagine if they didn't have the three hitter rule for relievers right now. Oh my god. Well, that's why I think this whole September call up. That's why they were done because it was so annoying. Like the Reds, the Reds were like 
particularly egregious at this too. I feel we'd play in September and I'd be out there in the bleachers and you would change pitchers, even with nobody on base. Yep. David Bell was so bad about it. There was one game in 19. It was against the diamondbacks. It was in September guy made four pitching changes in the seventh. And I'm like, guy, we're losing nine, nothing. Let's go (laughs) home. Yeah, yeah, I've never understood that when the game's like out of control and it's they're still doing the shit. Yeah. 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 That's why David Ross just went out there, uh, you know, and said to Hughes, he's like, throw a Pujols a meatball. Yeah. Because we're going to get out of here. This is a spring training game. Nothing matters. And maybe like the front office is like, good. I don't want to pay hourly wages to all these employees that have to stay in here like, and this fucking game. We're not going to win anything this year. This isn't, we're not going to get playoff money. So let's just for, forget it. And let's treat this like a spring training game. I want you to throw that man a meatball and yep. get him number six ninety five So we can finish with 700. Yep. So, um, cause you know, he's get you know, he's going to hit like 0.50 in the, or 0.050 in the freaking playoffs. Yeah, of course. All of a sudden, like they're like, yeah, you can't take steroids anymore, and now you can't. You know, no, no yeah. more uppers, Albert. And well, it, we're not going to give you the rubber ball. We're not going to throw out that freaking juice ball to yeah. throw to you. Well, you, I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but uh, baseball doesn't exist. Put out a great video on the Tatis steroid thing, uh, and one of the things they talked about is how m- much they aren't testing anymore. Yeah, like they've Obviously. really cut those numbers. Oh yeah, no, we've we've seen it. Yeah, they want more offense, but then they deaden the ball. Yeah, dude, they don't. Well, they baseball doesn't know what they want to do. Rob Rob Manfred is one of the stupidest people on the planet. He's like, yeah. we need to make these games shorter, but we also need more offense, which, which makes the game. Longer. If anybody's ever watched baseball, knows it makes the game longer. Like those those things don't work together. Yep, yeah. we need more offense, but we need it to stay in the ballpark. So yeah. we we do know uh, at least who's pitching for the Reds on Game Two as Mike Miner, who's three and ten with a five ninety eight. Not 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 a resurgent year for for Mister Miner. Um, the Cubs have barely seen him. Fran Mill and Madrigal do suck against him, and they're the only ones who have had any experience against him because he spent most of his career in the AL. So how'd you end up with Mike Miner on your team, uh, shoving it up there poorly? Oh, dude, we got Mike Miner. We traded Amir Garrett to the Royals, and then they sent over Mike Miner and Cash. Bad contract swap. Yes. Uh, So, um, actually, Mike Miner recently... Yeah, I mean it was against the Nationals on the 26th of August. He had he had a good he had a good game for him which was 7 innings pitched, 6 hits, 2 earned runs, 1 homer, 7 Ks. Against the Washington Nationals, Nationals. the worst team in baseball. Worst team, yeah. Yeah, so there are days where he has shoved against the Washington Nationals, the worst team in baseball. But, yeah. Qualifying the stat. <laughs> right. Yeah. We we ended up losing to the Nationals a bunch, but actually we won. But I did win the, the bet, uh, and the Cubs won the season series uh, against the Nationals, so we at least got that going for us. And I won the bet in the, which uh, my friend Johnny has now has to do a, a day job off of Craigslist. Um, and so I don't, we don't awesome. know what it's going to be, but it's coming up. And then uh, game three, a former infielder, Luis Chessa is now a pitcher who is a pitcher and a, I get, he's listed as a shortstop third baseman and pitcher. Luis Sesa? Yeah. 
He what? Is. Yeah, he is. No. He's got a bunch of at bats. And I was like, who did he hit for? And I and I didn't really care enough to like go deep into it. But that's what he's listed as on his baseball reference page. Is, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. So um anyway, he he is a uh, Cubs got five runs off of him in four innings pitched of relief like, this year. And this will be his fourth start in a row. Um happened uh Wilson have homers off of him, but nobody's seen him more than five times. So but do you see how he's listed that way? No, he's not listed that way on my screen. Um, yeah, no, it was in there before. See, now it's not. Oh, no, because I was on, on his overview page. On his overview page, did they change it? Am I? <laughs> they change it? <laughs> no, seriously. Did, Danny wasn't wrong. He did. He wasn't looking anywhere else. It wasn't a mistake. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. changed it. Not at all. All right. Well, it, it's got to be wrong. Anyway, he's old. He's old. He's in his thirties, and um, yeah. See, now I'm not finding it. But I must have been looking. He's Thirty. Yeah, he's age. not that old. He's now, we, there's two Louis Cessas. There could be multiple Cessas. Cessna, the inventor of the airplane. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely, <laughs> I'm absolutely wrong about this. But but well, I what I will say about Luis Sessa is that he hasn't been good against the Cubs this year, and not and now you're just trying him out as a what a starter like it's he, an opener situation. It'll be a bullpen day, okay. so it's going to be the longest game. It'll be four and a half hours. A lot of balls flying out of Wrigley. It'll be a rough one. You can just skip it. Well, I'm going to this one, so <laughs> oh, that's, you, you know, hey man, you don't have to. That's true. No, well, I got to hang out with my mom, and she only goes to date. Uh, gotcha. Like, ah, we'll go to the game, you know. So I get some tickets. It's be nice. It's high eighty. You know, there's not a lot of not a lot of baseball left. And see, this is why the me going to this game. Now, I'm not going to spend any money there. Sure. But me going to this game and supporting this whole nonsense is it brings us back to right what we were talking about before is they really don't have too much incentive to act like a big market team. Everybody keeps saying they got a lot of money to spend in the offseason, and they do, but they had a lot of money to spend last offseason and they didn't spend it. They had a lot of money to spend the offseason before, and they never even accept and they would go up against the luxury tax and never like cut guys until they were just stuck with some weird roster crunch, which didn't really exist with biblical losses. So let's not have Kyle Schwarber on your team. Yeah. You know, like all of this was completely avoidable and they just kept like not spending money. So it's been years since they've really spent money that they weren't because all the raises were just that they were, they knew these guys were going to make more money in arbitration and they didn't do shit. They didn't get rid of those guys except the wrong guys. And anyway, it's all going right. The, 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 the guys that they were bad. underpaying got raises because they were outplaying those rookie deals that they had. And then they got all upset because they're like, well, we have to pay our employees or who are doing a really good job. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah. We want to underpay those guys. Speaking so we can of Labor over- Day. Happy Labor Day, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We're laboring through this season. No kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm laboring to breathe right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it should, it, I, I'll give you kudos yet once again for showing on up with this, uh, with the, uh, and it's not the COVID, but it's, it's some sort of illness has made you sick. And also, thanks, Billy, for coming on. And It's uh, the COVID, I think. 
the COVID. <laughs> so it's, it's the French style version it comes with cheese sauce. So um, anyway, I, we should probably end this show at some point. There's no, no reason, no reason to make Michael suffer. Mike, Michael needs a nap, but you know, Billy, you get, you must have something to do. I have a, I'm going to i I'm going to a potluck where everybody's making different dips. Ah, what are you making? Uh, nothing. Yeah, I'm just like, eating dip. He's, he's doing a Skyrosa dog dip. Yeah, or whatever just, it is. Yeah, I'll just I'll just see just, what's in the fridge. He's just gonna take a a pot of Skyline chili. Oh, and he's gonna get there, and that's what everybody did. It's yeah. just gonna be twelve mm. pots of Skyline chili. <laughs> they would like that though out there. That's that would play there in Cincy. Um, oh, yeah. I just I recently made a chili that's sitting in the fridge. I'm probably going to eat it for lunch. Um, I just made a chili, and um, I did because it's Nicole's birthday, my fiance. Oh, tell her I said happy birthday. So I will. And I, what I did was is this is really all you have to do to make any chili and do a uh, Cincinnati style chili. You just put cinnamon in it, and it's actually pretty good. And you'll it'll taste a little bit like the the La Rosa's or the uh, Skyline. But I think you need to actually use like clove, maybe put a little sugar or chocolate up in there. You know, I don't know. There, there's dark some chocolate, dark chocolate. Yeah, and I've done that. And it's pretty good. But I just threw a little cinnamon. In it. It's actually putting ch- cinnamon in your chili is not that bad. Mm-hmm. A little bit of nutmeg okay, goes in yeah. there too. Yeah, yeah. Just basically make it like uh, what what you would put in your winter cider. Throw yes. It in the chili. Throw it in the chili. I I smoked Cincinnati chili recently. Like really? Like like put yeah. It in, put it in a joint. Like <laughs> yeah, I put it in my bubbler. Um, no, on my big green egg. I put it on and I put it in a Dutch oven with a bunch of mesquite and hickory wood, and smoked it up to like you know for like two hours, and it was delicious. Yeah. So, uh, it, I mean, maybe you should, maybe we should open a chili parlor where, where, you know what? We actually should just like do all these like monstrosity foods that you just like come in. You're like, here's the Chicago style, uh, beef, beefza. Yeah. Beefza. Beefza is so cool. Yeah. Beefza. <laughs> yeah. We see, at least we got a name for it. We don't know how to make yeah. it yet, but we'll figure that out. Ballpark delights. That's our spot. Yeah. Just yeah. with the beefza. We'll, we'll do the whole NL central. Like what, what, what we got to like have a pierogi with, uh, like fries in it. So fried pierogi. Yeah. Uh, or you did a pierogi full of Cincinnati chili. Yeah. Oh man. See, here's our million dollar idea that we're never going to (laughs) do. Which is why we're just going to be poor forever. Which is why everyone needs to subscribe to the Patreon. Exactly. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Do it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, an announcement, September 24th, Bleacher Bump Band. We're going to be over at uh, the in Riverside, Illinois, at uh, Stop, Hop Stop, which is a beer festival. 10-1, uh, we're going to be at Nisei Lounge, rocking out to end the season against the Reds, actually. You should come up for that. You're, I'm you're booked. Boo. I know. We'll do it next year. And that's pretty much the only announcements we really have. Oh, we didn't do any of your poems. Oh, well, because we didn't talk about the games game by game. Yeah. We just bitched about the Cardinals in general. Yeah. Well, I figured that would make more sense. Check out Michael's poems online. (laughs) Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. There are poems there. Um, Hashtag chance in the chat. If you'd like to win the chat, uh, the uh, Frank chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of, of hope. 
<laughs> this time. This time I'll have hope. Um, so, but I do have a, a TFC. I've got two of them. Me too. This is these are flexing cubes um, from around the internet. Uh, you would would you like to go first? Sure. The funny thing is, like these shows take so long, I never know what they are by the time we get here. <laughs> I'm I'm it. I'm just as surprised as you guys as soon as I see them. All right. Uh, oh, Dork Brandon says uh, I will never consider Cubs Cardinals to be a classic or even very interesting rivalry because it's not. No matter how much the BFIB want it to be, and then the Right Reverend Mayhem, who is actually a, a Cubs fan, I believe, uh, says the Cubs' only real rival is World Series titles. They are one hundred and fifteen and three. <laughs> against the World Series, which I thought was really funny, especially since he's already counting this year's World Series. Well, yeah, you guys, we're <laughs> yes. not mathematically eliminated, but you know. we're math- smart guy. Yeah. All right, I got one here. Um, this is like our our other quote unquote fake rival. Actually, they're just rivals with us. So uh, the White Sox uh, oh, di- yeah. pitcher Dylan C's had a no hitter broken up in the ninth. He was a former Cub, and. Uh, Top fan of NBCSports.com, where I used to work, says, says, named Bebo, said, in all capitals, which you know is just some guy shouting, um, see, if this was the Scrubs, dot, 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 they would have another parade like they do in June. But in September equals since they can't win anything in life, LeBron would be there with D-Wade's kid. His face. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? I know. Did this guy have a stroke? I I was just thinking the same thing, Billy. Like, he had a stroke in the middle of typing this thing. My favorite thing is his profile picture, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So it was Bebo. Bebo. And, like, reading it as Scooby, it's even funnier in my head. It's like, see if you want to subscribe. So, yeah. Just, I don't know. People Jingleberry. Stroke it out on the Cub Sox fans are stroking out. Uh, yeah, yeah, and their managers. Oh, yeah, they maybe are that was Larosa. <laughs> no, uh, makes sense. It all checks out. So here's my thing that really sucks for you guys. Like you, the Cub season's going to end, and then if you like football, you have to look forward to how bad the Bears are going to be. Oh my God! It's yeah, it's going to be rough. This city is now a football town. It is disgusting how like the streets are already flooded with black and orange people are foaming out the mouth they are ready to go yeah and they bears are gonna be bad but (laughs) but bear fans will watch it anyway they don't care yeah that's same they're they're basically it's all the same here because there's only 17 games you know it's it's and it's always on sunday it's it's easy like football yeah. made it really easy to watch the game, except for they're they're fucking it up more and more because now there's a game on Monday and there's one on Thursday and there's one on Sunday and then like the month you know, and then they're playing in in London, they're playing in Mexico City, they're playing, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, at least they don't have a game in the corn. I was gonna say <laughs> the next thing you know they're gonna be playing in a cornfield somewhere. Yeah, it's calm. Well, they already started playing hockey at baseball stadiums, which everybody likes. So it's like, so know, cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. They play at Lake Placid. That was pretty rad. Yeah. So is it my turn for TFCs or yours? Oh, you got two, uh, right? It, yeah, I've got two. It doesn't matter. Right. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. 
Oh, okay. So this is all about uh, Wilson Contreras going to the Cardinals next year. And these are Cardinals fans bitching. He's not good outside of Wrigley. And not Edmund Edmundo Sosa says career 850 OPS at home and 769 on the road. You right. Bat my 3B says his OPS drops 100 points outside of Rig Mickey, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And uh, so I looked it up, you know, because I was like, is what they're saying true? And it is true. But here's here's the thing. Yachty at home or on the road doesn't even come close to <laughs> Wilson Contreras on first the road. Ballot. First ballot Hall of Famer. It's yeah, the first ballot Hall of Famer. 35 points lower than, than him on the road. And uh, then, so, yeah, Yachty is 721 OPS at home and a 732 OPS on the road. And they're bitching because Contreras is 850 at home and 769 on the road. Sounds like an elite catcher. I know. So uh, there's my last one. It's uh, you all remember my friend Tatsuya, and uh, he was in town from Japan, and I brought him to a Cubs game. Uh, you I taught him, him all- Japanese history. Yeah, I taught him Japanese history. Gave him some alert. <laughs> then uh, then he caught COVID and had to stay for an extra week because <laughs> Americans are fucking dirty. So um, well, anyway, uh, let me just remind you by showing Tatsuya take his first shot of a Banzai. Banzai. I also said the wrong word there. I was supposed to say kampai. And then, oh, no. How's that for the history of Japan for you? <laughs> wow. That's what we do at the Nisei Lounge is what we bastardize your, your um, well, Nisei actually, and just those that don't know it, it's, uh, it's like first generation uh, foreign Japan in the United States. So that's why Nisei Lounge, because it was like a, that was a Japanese neighborhood. So Nisei Lounge was one of the only places left from those days. And now we just fuck it up and just, you know, drink uh, Malort in there. Spit up Malort. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't really drink any. It's true. So I don't think he got COVID from the New York, uh, from the Malort, but he did for my engagement, uh, gave me and Nicole a beautiful bottle of Japanese whiskey. And we drank some uh, just on Saturday night. It was freaking delicious. Very smooth. I looked it up. It was $250 a bottle. So anyway, I tweet out this. I said, I said, I give my Japanese friend Tatsuya Malort. And he gave me this with this Nika whiskey, gold and gold. It's just so good. And then Mick Gillespie, the broadcaster for the Tennessee Smokies, <laughs> who's been on the Sunrector show before, says that's like the time they gave us fire poop and we gave them Tyler Colvin and DJ LeMayhew. Ha <laughs> ha. Which, um, <laughs> and I was like, who the heck's fire poop? And it's Ian Stewart. <laughs> like, I don't know how you get fire poop out of Ian Stewart, Mick Gillespie, but, it, but it's true. This is not a fair trade. And that wasn't either. We got Ian Stewart and they got Tyler Colvin and DJ LeMahieu. And I gave, uh, Malort to Tatsuya, and he gave me a two hundred fifty dollars. So, so you, you were the Diamondbacks in that situation, or the Rockies? No, the Rockies. I, yeah, the Rockies. I was, I was the Rockies. Yeah, yeah. So fucking Rockies. So I, you, you, should know, bring- you know what? At least our teams aren't the Rockies. Thank God. Okay, yeah. 
We have at least we have someone trying to steer the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Do we? Do we? Now? Yeah, because like I guess the like my sources have told me they don't even know who to call for the Rockies to get a hold of the front office. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody we're, answers the phone. Look at one of your guys yeah. like to make a trade. We're like, yeah, you're gonna have to call back. Like he's not in right now. Hey Steve, they, are you taking this one or is it me? It's yeah. me? Okay. <laughs> in, in 2020, they had the stats department also doing players laundry. <laughs> They're it's fucking true. wild, yeah. dude. Yeah. It is insane. Hey, uh, so in the chat here. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, vaccine winner, or did everyone suck? Danny won the vaccine. I won. I contest. was right. Yeah. Uh, only uh, two people got uh, one right, and it was Chris uh, Chris Steele, Justin Steele. The, uh, those were, and I think it was, I think it was Salato. And otherwise, you got a lot of people tying for for second. If yeah, there were, there was there was two two people who got Justin Steele, and then there was Danny who got uh, both of them. Yeah. So I also but, yeah. So so now well, uh, now I think Danny has to give himself a prize or yeah, something. Yeah, which I will give away in the future on another contest. <laughs> yeah, so, it'll it'll roll over so into roll something over. else. Yeah, it'll roll over just like the Cubs payroll, right? Ah! Yeah, you <laughs> fucking got him. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm I'm finishing strong in this set. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah, I got my I got my big guns out. <laughs> so um. Hashtag chance in the chat if you want to win. Let's let's give away uh, something. Um, I'm gonna share my screen here, and then we will. Uh, if you haven't put chance in the chat yet, you should now because uh, you can get into it. Um, nine entries, but it's always more. Here we go. That's way more nine. Danny, you know that they don't show one name Rich one time. Blomquist. Yeah, I know. Is the winner. Congratulations, Rich. A Patreon supporter. Thank you very much for uh, doing that. And if you're not a Patreon supporter, you should because it makes us like you more. Yeah. So um, we like Rich. <laughs> There's other people watching. We don't like you. So <laughs> I don't. So. Um, Anyway, um, that's the show. Billy, thank you so much. Good luck to the Reds as we enter these these fall training games for both of our teams. Oh, thank God it's almost over, and then we can watch playoff baseball, which I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be – we are in for a great postseason tournament. Yeah. Very and excited. Late run for the Cardinals, just all the games, all the extra games are going to get to play. Yeah. And they're on the road to the, the World Series. I called it last week on the pod. I, I, the Cardinals have that dark juju that says they're going to be like oh, oh 05 all over again where they're going to freaking win the whole thing with the Oh, God. And then they're going to sign Contreras. Yep. Yep. And it's going to it's going to be the worst. Yeah. But thank God you held on to him in half so you get that compensatory pick. Yeah, baby. Oh, but except for the, the Cardinals are a, are a small market team. And so they get one they anyway. somehow yeah. get money. Like if they didn't make enough and they they get money on the the revenue sharing, then they don't have to give up the pick. So they could get Contreras and not give the Cubs pick while also taking the Cubs money because the Cubs are never not making money. I feel so bad for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to hit our window in 2024. And I feel bad gonna... for us that 
like Reds fans are feeling bad. Feeling bad for us. I know. I'm not arguing with you. Like it's fully justified. I'm like, right. oh, this is horrible. At least we have something. We have something to look forward to. So yeah. Well, the prospect perverts in Cubs land, they think that we're going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I need to talk to one of them, you know, just figure it out. Yeah. Go on a different show sometime. I'll, I'll give you some nah, numbers. I no. know some prospect perverts you can talk to. We bring them on our show sometimes. There you go. Yeah, give him, give myself the stranger tonight. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. Happy Labor Day. Um, too bad there's no Cubs game because Rob Manfred hates baseball. But um, uh, I'm gonna play coming back to Wrigley. I haven't played it, play it played it in a while. So, and we're coming back to Wrigley. It's been a while. So, Spagog. Spagog. I'm gonna go down. Coming back to Wrigley with a ticket in my hands No ring upon my finger because I am just a fan And I spent most of my money on sausages and beer But I was there when they wanted that year A pressured anticipation Hey!
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. 